Thank you for listening to Bakersfield Observe, the podcast with Richard Bean. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Centric Healthcare and King Door Company. Welcome to Bakersfield Observe with Richard Bean, a podcast for and about Bakersfield and Kern County. Richard's guests are newsmakers, influencers, and personalities who address topics of interest to you and your neighbors and your community. The discussion is fast, informative, and always civil. Now, here's your host, Richard Bean. Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to Bakersfield Observe, the podcast on this Monday, the 12th day of July, the year 2021. We're broadcasting today in the middle of a heat wave that's supposed to, I guess we're supposed to see temperatures around 110 or 111. 111 would be a record, historic record for this day, so stay cool out there. I am Richard Bean. I'm the host of this episode seven of the Bakersfield Observe podcast. It can be ad- accessed on Spotify, Google, and you can even get it on the Kern Radio webpage. I urge you to do so. I'm recording today from the American General Media Studio in Bakersfield, and I'm accompanied by Mr. J.R. Flores, the producer of this podcast and the producer, my co-host of the Richard Bean Show, the old radio show. Good morning, Mr. Flores. How are you, sir? Oh, just blessed to spend the afternoon with you and the <laughs> listeners, sir, like always. Getting out of town soon, Mr. Flores? I will be. I'll be down in uh, very nice uh, San Clemente, California for a week. On the beach. On the beach. I'll send you a picture every day from 70-degree weather. Excellent. Nice, nice. And you're going to take Miss Lily Bell with you? Yes, sir. Me I'm and Lily will be down for the whole week. I'm yeah. loving that. You, that's, a, that's a Flores family tradition. Yes, there. it is. I sir. love it. How many are you going to have down there? 60 uh, or 70? At any given time, yeah. <laughs> at any given time. That's your family. That's Hispanic's family for you right there. (laughs) All right, let's get right into it here with Episode 7. I've got a really interesting guest today, Mayor Alex Garcia of of, uh, Wasco. You may have been keeping up with the news. You may have heard a little bit about him. Let's introduce him here. Alex Garcia is many things. He's the son of Wasco. He's Hispanic. He's college-educated. He's a civic activist. He's the youngest person ever to be elected to the Wasco City Council. That was when he was in the year 2015, I believe, 2016, at the age of 26. He is the 31 years old now. He's also gay, and after spending time on the council initially trying to avoid that issue, he inadvertently created a firestone when he firestorm when he suggested that the LGBT flag be flown at City Hall to recognize Gay Pride Month. Since then, he has been vilified as a pervert, told to step down from his job, denounced, and yet he has also been hailed as a voice of reason in a very conservative county. In the aftermath of this controversy, some black residents of Wasco have rallied to his side, and that itself may be a remarkable thing in this evolving story, and he's picked up the support from surprising places. We'll be talking about that. And oh, by the way, I would be remiss if I forgot to mention that Mr. Garcia has also had a bad encounter with the police. He was charged with a DUI after he blew a .08 so you can add that to the mix of what's going on in this young man's life. So who is Alex Garcia? Is he a re- representative of the future political class of Kern County? 
or is he a gay activist who drinks too much? Hard questions. We're going to deal with them all. So let's find out for ourselves. Welcome to Bakersfield Observe, Mr. Alex Garcia. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. It's, it's great having you here. Let's, let's get this thing started before we get into the meat of the story. Let's learn a little bit about you. Could you tell us a little bit about where you grew up in your childhood? Yeah, I grew up right up the road from here, uh, something that that road that we've driven all my life, Highway 43 and Highway 99 into town almost every weekend usually. Uh, but Wasco is a small, tight-knit community, um, uh, very large uh, uh, um, passion for, for our neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the story and the truth about Wasco's story is those neighbors helping neighbors. Um, and, and we have a, a whole tagline in Wasco, small town, big hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that really uh, it, it strikes at the heart of what Wasco is. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your family, you know, siblings. Yeah. Tell me something about your parents. Yeah, absolutely. So I, didn't, I never knew my father, but my mom is a hardworking individual who also went back to school to get her bachelor's degree in business. And now, um, almost 15 years later, has a very successful medical billing company mm-hmm. um, for which I, I often work with and, um, from time to time. Um, but uh, she raised us, me and my brothers. There's uh, four of us total. Okay. My older brother, uh, myself, my younger sister, and then my little brother as well. Okay. Um, he's away at Fresno State, my younger brother. Excellent. Very good. Now, when you were growing up there, this idea of public service and the concept of, of being on a city council and that type of thing, how did, how did that evolve? How did your interest? You know, I would say uh, a sense of service or uh, above self was ingrained in me throughout my experiences in FFA. Um, raising animals and doing Future leadership. Future Farmers of America. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. I was appointed to uh, the, the leadership board my very first year, which was also historic. They've never had a freshman on the leadership board at, right. at Wasco High FFA. And uh, I went on to run, on, run for a sectional office, which I was uh, elected. I also went on to run for state office, which I ended up uh, getting uh, um, you know, rounded out in a couple of the second interviews. Um, but it was a wonderful experience. I'm um, getting to learn and travel to Fresno and, and to go through that whole experience. It really taught me what it's like to get into the ring. When did it comes to did your mom encourage that? I mean, how, that, 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 that's hard to just kind of become that, you know, to gravitate toward that? Or how did that happen? You know, um, growing up, my mom always told me, you know, no matter who you are, no matter what you do in your life, uh, I will always love and support you. Mm-hmm. So growing up, knowing that, I knew that I can do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so pursuing these opportunities throughout school was kind of like the precursor to my public service later on, mm-hmm. which I went on to serve on the USU board and associated student body at Fresno State. Uh, as the chair of the U- University Student Union Board of Directors. Um, and so what really, really got me sparked was uh, when they recruited me to do voter registration for some of our rural farm working communities in Fresno, mm-hmm. uh, going to Avenal, um, um, Fowler, uh, Orange Cove, Dinuba, these small, tight-knit rural communities look just like Wasco. Mm-hmm. And I think that was probably when I first uh, fell in love with uh, service and going door to door, grassroots organizing, and that's what was key to my eventual success in elected office. What were there? In, did did you have as a young man? Did you have any uh, any political figures who inspired you, or that you thought you were going to model maybe a future career after, either locally or nationally? Absolutely not. Not no. 
I, I, for a long time, I never thought elected office would be in the books for me. Mm-hmm. I used to think, hey, you know what? I, I think I'll be happy working in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a lot of time, I, I thought that was my place. Um, doing community organizing was is something that I'm good at. Right. Um, I, I bring people together, and it's evident in my work, not only in the last five years, but in the years leading up to that. Right. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, uh, being gay, and when did you know that? And did that play did that play into your decision on running for for office? Um, it absolutely did. And like I mentioned, it's something that I felt was an obstacle for me uh, here in rural conservative Kern County, um, and and so I put that away for for a long time. Um, but the truth is, um, I, like I said, my experiences led me one to another. And eventually said, hey, you know what? I can do this. You know, mm-hmm. if I can do this for some of these other communities that I lived and worked in, rural Fresno County, Las Vegas, northeast Las Vegas, mm-hmm. um, uh, Phoenix as well in Arizona, these are uh, communities that look like ours, heavily mm-hmm. transient, um, heavily you know, um, stricken with poverty, mm-hmm. um, transient, like I mentioned, um, and a lot of apathy. A lot of apathy for political engagements, um, but I knew that if you put aside those issues, people care about what they care about most uh, is paved roads, mm-hmm. clean parks, and good sidewalks. And that's something what we're focusing on in Wasco. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'm a gay mayor, um, but that's not something I strive to be. I don't want to be the quote unquote gay mayor. Mm-hmm. I'm the public safety economic de- development mayor. Um, that's something that we've been working on hand in hand with our public safety partners in the city of Wasco. And I wanted to push back on that for you, on you as well, because you had said, you know, I'm fighting for my political, you know, life here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a little hyperbolic because you do. Yeah, okay. absolutely. we'll get into that. Well, okay. the thing okay. is, I think the community is absolutely behind me. Um, so faith leaders, educators, uh, my peers have all rallied behind me and, and, and encouraged me to to stand strong. And, and, and have fortitude because this is a tough and trying time. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's something that I've been through and experienced all my life. Um, but, um, you know. Uh, did, did, did you have, we're talking to Alex Garcia, the mayor of the city of, of Wasco. Did you have a point in your life when there was a, when, when, you, when you ran for council in 2016, were, were you out as a gay man at that point yeah that so, one, that, that was that was not no, an issue that, that in wasn't the campaign. no absolutely no. not it was something that uh i was pleasantly surprised uh, in campaigns past i've seen the right you know the, the well, campaigns we're, we're get a little in... ugly and i thought i was that was coming for me too but surprisingly in 2016 it was grass crick, crickets so it was speak. not used against you no it was not mm-hmm. and 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 I was openly gay, uh, unabashedly, even through my last year election, where I ran unopposed. Yeah. In January, my colleagues reappointed me, um, not consecutively, but turned around and appointed me to lead the city because they felt that I was the best voice for continuity, for boldness, and is for leadership in the community. Is this your second stint as mayor? Is yes, that what it you're is. saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it, it, as folks know, uh, as people in the comments have noticed, noted, uh, we don't elect the city mayor in the city of Wasco, which right. I have a particular issue with, but we, we could save that discussion for another year, okay. another time, right? right. Um, uh, you know, it's a one-year term. I really think it should be two-year. Uh, but in 2019, uh, it, it touched me. That was my, my turn. 
Um, I served honorably, I served well, but the truth is, by the middle of it, by the time I got my feet wet, it was time to pass on the baton. And yeah. some of the work that right. we had got started, uh, you know, didn't exactly get picked up moving with the next one. Uh, and so, you know, I was very honored and privileged to have the opportunity to, to be mayor again. And we hit the ground running in January from mayors and the moms in the park, uh, pushing back against the trending crime in Wasco. Mm -hmm. We even had a, a peace march just a couple months ago, right before the Pride vote, um, where we took to the streets of, alongside with Mothers Against Gang Violence to push back against this, 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 this scourge in our community. And that's part and parcel to do with the wake that has, the wake of devastation that the high-speed rail superstructure left in the city of Wasco. Well, right talk, now, talk to me about that. Yeah, the Wasco right. Viaduct. Yeah, everyone, you know, uh, I, I support the high-speed rail's intent and vision, generally speaking, but what has happened in, in Moscow can happen in communities across the nation when high-speed rail comes through. And let me tell you why. Because they felt that an initial investment of $10 million to help relocate those families that were along the right-of-way mm -hmm. was enough. They have stated to the city that they no longer have any uh, no, more, no further obligation to the city. And I absolutely stand against that. I stand up to power. That is something that I've done. I've been to all the high-speed rail authority meetings every month advocating for Wasco and communities like ours in Kern. Because the truth is, it's on, a way, it's on its way oh, yeah. here to Bakersfield, right. and it's on its way to Tehachapi. Wasco is the canary in the coal mine. What did they do to Wasco that we should be aware of? Yeah, absolutely. So when they came in, um, there was a deal with our previous administration, city managers and past city mayors, <laughs> uh, uh, who agreed to a $10 million carrot, which was really nice and shiny probably mm -hmm. at the time. This but, is for relocation expenses? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But nobody discussed the disposition of that 23 acres, 200 uh, unit um, housing, um, you know, co complex mm -hmm. um, that is was built in the '60s, I think. Mm -hmm. um, it has asbestos in it, um, and now that it's empty, it's a criminal element. Oh, There's okay. um, gang factions coming in. They know that it's uh, they didn't terrorize. No, they have not torn it down. Um, the city has had to put forward security, cost for security, temporary fencing, permanent fencing, um, and, and every day our staff, and most importantly, the Kern County Sheriff, who we contract with, is always responding out yeah, there, right. and not in the streets of the city of Wasco, where they belong. And sure. that's what I take issue with, Richard, is that people want to get all upset about this, yeah. but nobody made a word or a peep about our contract that went up by a million dollars with the Kern County Sheriff for the next five years. Mm -hmm. Nobody's talking about our Kern County Fire Sheriff contract. That's going to go up 200% over the next seven years. These two costs are absolutely strapping us on top of the $9 million cost that it takes to demolish the labor camp housing, the former labor camp housing complex. Mm -hmm. All of these are the true distractions to the priorities to the saying. city of Wasco. Right. And I, it, it absolutely breaks my heart that they're t saying that I'm the distraction here because I haven't lost focus. I've done more in the last month than I have all year. I've gone back to school. I've done service for my community, for our most vulnerable residents, farm worker, food distributions, uh, and so much more. We did Juneteenth. Uh, I was in the parks with, the, with, with our families. We were doing Zumba in the parks. We are moving in Wasco. 
our, ha- our, our, our motto is called Grow With Us for a reason. Mm-hmm. We're moving, and we've, we've taken us three years to turn this ship. And we're headed in a good direction, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited more than ever to be moving forward despite any quote-unquote Right. When, when Mayor, Mayor Garcia is talking about uh, uh, the real issues here, and he's pointing, you can't see it, he's pointing to a copy of the Bakersfield Californian with the story about has... His, has he become the issue in, in Wasco uh, uh, as opposed to uh, in answering the, the demands that he, he resigned? Let's talk about that a, a little bit because you people knew you were gay when, when you first ran. They knew you were gay when you were reelected. You've got all these different issues here. You've just articulated uh, very well some real issues finding out here. Everything, you, you speak very fondly about Wasco, yeah, Wasco yeah. And, and serving the community. And yet, everything is fine until you just you say, I want to recognize Pride Month by flying this rainbow flag. Tell me about that. Where Did you expect that to get such a backlash? Honestly, I didn't. I, I, prob- I, I knew in my heart that it wasn't going to pass. Um, but I, I was willing to imperil myself politically and, and, and to an extent physically because I've received some threats. Uh, but I'll take the heat so someone else won't have to out there, all right? Mm-hmm. Because I know what it was like to be persecuted for who I was all throughout my, my early years in, in college uh, as well as um, my years in, in elementary school, um, which uh, we know uh, LGBT youth um, it is a fact, it is not a belief, that LGBT youth uh, face remarkably higher rates of suicide than their heterosexual peers. That is not a belief, this is not a cause, we are a community, we are human beings, and we deserve to be recognized, and we deserve to, uh, to have a voice. And some may say, oh, well, he's the mayor already, what else do you want? That's like saying we had a black president already yeah. and civil rights are achieved. Mm. That is not true. It is not enough that I was the first LGBT mayor in Kern County. It's important that I'm not the last. And mm-hmm. that is why I'm fighting so hard uh, and uh, to, to, to give voice to that community. Because you know what's further being lost in that conversation uh, is, is our trans community as well. Mm-hmm. Because even within the LGBT community, they face higher rates of, of not only suicide, but violence against them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, absolutely. These are, these, are, these are facts. These are these things that, that they knew about me. Um, but who you bring Richard, this up. To be honest, though, yeah. I really think that some people, there's, there's a, a loud minority of voices. Um, you heard one of them on, uh, you know, in the meetings, some of them in the meetings. Uh, one resident said, uh, if we knew you were gay, you wouldn't be here anymore. Uh, and, you know, these, these are ignorant comments, you know, and they represent uh, minority uh, voices of uh, voices in the community because I have been inundated by a number of supporters. Well, talk to me about that because I've heard yeah. about some of this. And, 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 yeah, in yeah. in so the Mrs. intro, I, I mentioned this. Yeah I, yeah, I mentioned the, the, the you know, the, the support from a black uh, a Baptist leader. church. Talk, mm-hmm. talk to me a, a, about that because, number one, you said it surprised you. You had this, like, outpouring of whoa yeah. you know what have i done but it was important for you to yeah. do it yeah. right because of the discrimination all of the personal Absolutely. things you, you've so been important. through two yeah. days after the vote we uh had some youth uh, approach me and they had organized a visibility rally 
which I joined them thir- that Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a number of bi, um, gay, uh, trans young people in the city of Wasco. One lady commented online, she's like, I don't recognize these people. And I told her, you know, ma'am, I was equally surprised at, at the number of LGBT youth in our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew there were many in my peers, uh, but um, the, the youth class, the, the up and coming class of young people, um, they're, they're, they're there. They're here. What and they does that to be tell you about, about, and being gay yourself, you know about the way that so many gay and trans and uh, people live, maybe choose to live in the shadows or or not, not maybe the shadows is, I don't mean to be, sure. use a derogatory term, but live quietly mm-hmm. and then something like this come. What does that tell you about Wasco or any community? I think uh, some people don't have the luxury that I've had growing up. Um, where I knew my mom or my family was always in my corner. I, so to speak, had an ally all along. Mm -hmm. But there are young people out there that do not have that same luxury. They get thrown out for who they are. And then they're in the streets, increasing and exasperating our homelessness program. I mean, excuse me, our homelessness problem. Um, And as well as uh, they turn to, uh, you know, to other outlets to 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 deal with that uh, m- that depression and mental health problems, um, that 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 feeling of not belonging mm-hmm. is at the root of it, mm-hmm. and so we have to work extra hard to to say, hey, you know what, you are welcome. This is a place for you to live, and you can be here happily, mm-hmm. um, and that's what uh, commemorations like the Pride flag. And or like the lighting ceremony at the White House or the Capitol, um, these symbols mean everything to these young people. Although one person, uh, one of my colleagues, and even as far as one of our school board members mentioned online that gender and orientation mean nothing. And and I understand some people, maybe some of your listeners may hmm. may believe the same thing, mm-hmm. um, but that's unequivocally wrong. And talk to me. Why is that wrong? I mean, is is it right to say it should mean nothing, or should it mean something? I it mean, we're into does that. mean something, right? We right. have to understand and recognize that. And so, I don't fault the the ignorance, and I don't mean that derogatively. That's just what it means um, within certain factions of the community, not just in Wasco, but in Kern County at large. Um, because the truth is, even within my community, I myself as a member. I humbly admit I have ignorance. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to pronouns and and uh, and uh, and other um, identity markers, you know, these are something that are new to me as well. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, um, you know, reconcile that within myself and say, you know what, I understand that these people, my 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 human, my neighbors, um, identify as such, and I have to do my job to understand that. And give them the respect of, of of who they believe they are. Well, that's interesting. How long, when you suggested to fly the mm-hmm. uh, the rainbow flag over City Hall, was that a symbolic gesture in, in terms of you're going to do it for one day, you're going to do it for a month, or what did what was your what were your thoughts on that? Well, um, the fact that we're rele- relegated to one month uh, mm-hmm. is is all you need to know. You know. The fact that you know uh, we 
asked to fly, fly the flag for one month. You know, other cities do it. Mm. Uh, U.S. embassies do it around the world. Mm. You know, and no, you don't see those buildings burning down or nobody is, you know, going up in arms. You know, Delano did it, Salma did it, Fresno did it. And you don't see them, you, you, you know. And so for me, it's just like, we. what did it hurt to just, just do this? I understand, okay? We're in a, we're in a post-2020 era, post-Kaepernick, uh, you know, yeah, it's it's, right. it's we're just a heightened state of right. of, of 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 debate, and and I get it. It's the rancor is high, mm-hmm. um, and and but the truth is, you know, I love the flag too. You know, I, I'm no less patriotic than your listeners. You know, and 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 so uh, just because I wanted to fly the flag below it doesn't isn't doesn't mean I, I don't care for the flag any less, the U.S. flag. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it means unity, but the symbol, uh, the pride flag, which was uh, created, um, you know, just about 50, 60 years ago, um, is a symbol in and of itself of diversity and inclusion. Right. And some people were saying that this is going to just tear us apart and blah, blah, blah. And, and you're, you know, you're making the city look bad and you're, you're, and you're making our residents. And no, no, I, I pushed back against that. It's false. Because, like I stated, Wasco is a loving, understanding, and accepting community, and that is evident in the messages and notes that I've received in the last several weeks. Mm. Like you said and mentioned, there's uh, black faith leaders who have reached out to me. We have, um, you know, fundamental differences, um, but yet she still sees it for what it is, um, you know, and and she calls it out, and 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 and, 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 and you know, uh, she will be there on the twentieth to restate her comments. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, other faith leaders as well. Pastor Sanchez has agree, agreed to come out and uh, do the invocation for the meeting, which we have an invocation for every meeting. Um, these are relationships uh, that I've uh, fostered and established all my years, not only growing up, but um, in the last five years, and especially in the last year. Um, in February, we presented, I presented the first Black History Month proclamation in the city of Wasco, honoring our three historically black churches in Wasco and the contributions they give. Um, we also uh, honored Police his, uh, Police Workers Month, Public Workers Month, uh, as well as Juneteenth. You know, and I, the reason I bring all that up is because th- the work that I'm doing is there, and the the residents know my heart. All right, they 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 realize that a, a simple lapse in judgment isn't uh, it doesn't define me. You know, I am not the definition or the sum of my mistake. Right. And so, uh, you know, they know my heart. They know my passion. They know my intent. And that is to serve Wasco honorably and well um, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes without saying, I should have asked you, but you're not, uh, you, do you have any intention of resigning? I intend to get through this, um, Richard. Uh I have um, very competent legal representation, um, and I am looking forward to my day in court. Um, that is a luxury we all enjoy in the United States of America. They asked you to resign because of the DUI, right? Yeah, that's right. right. Uh, the allegations. Do you think that, that was that? Was that? Me. Is that the? Are they asking you to resign because you 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 blew a DUI, or because you're gay, or you're gay and you blew a DUI, and they don't like the flag? I mean, what's behind it all? You know, they state that it's the latter, uh, uh, but um, 
like voices in the community have stated, we see for, we see it for what it is, mm-hmm. um, and and I, I do too. Um, like I stated, this this is it's hyperbole to say that I'm I'm fighting for my political life because my people are there. The people in my you're confident you have the, you have yes the, the, absolutely the, the support, support from my community, and so this is a political hit job by uh, uh, one of my colleagues and his friends and uh, the machine here in Kern County, uh, and I see it for what it is, um, and I see you, not you, Richard, but I see them, mm-hmm. um, and they want to silence me. My politics, for, for my you, politics, and for who, how who, I love. Who is the political machine? Yeah. My opposition, the, the people who don't support my politics, and most importantly, people who don't support how I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, you know, yeah. People this have is, mentioned you as a as a potential challenger to David Couch. Is that something you have you have considered running for su- supervisor? It's crossed my mind. I'll be honest. Uh, but people approached you? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the truth is, uh, right now, I'm focused on serving the community of Wasco uh, and our rural communities. I have had a long history in in Lamont and Arvin and Delano, um, and uh, it doesn't matter where those cities are. To me, my friends are there. Mm-hmm. You know, since my 8032 days as a field rep, I have served... Uh, the Sunset neighborhood, Lamont. I've been to Nueva High School and spoken to the continuation students. I've done the distributions and met the first lady in Delano. You know, and uh, like I've said, Wasco, uh, Kern County, the rural communities are where my heart is, and that's where my focus is right now. And, and honestly, Do, that's where I serve. Can we draw, Alex? Can we draw any conclusions from your experience? The obviously. The obvious one, and I'm not arguing that it's accurate, is that the question would be, has, has, as a society, have we come along farther in accepting different ethnic backgrounds, you know, of, you know, the fact that you're Hispanic and a mayor, nobody makes a big deal of, but, but you become gay now, then, then that they want to make a big deal about that. Have we come farther in it? Is that the last one of the last uh, levels of acceptance we need to get to, or is it is it as you say just being used as a to attack you? I mean, I there's no doubt that this is a, a pro political hit job, um, but uh, the truth is, um, this community and many other, all of our communities, uh, it's going to take work each and every day. Uh, I heard a, another voice locally state that once uh, these people quote-unquote, uh, pass on, then things will be different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the truth is, uh, that's false. We have to work towards equality and or equity, more importantly, um, and visibility and uh, inclusion every generation. And mm-hmm. that is what our job is here. I pick up the, the you know, I pick up my shield, and, and, I, and I stand alongside, uh, you know, those people who have worked, uh, you know, for justice, who have taken a bullet for justice, you know, who have starved themselves for justice, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I, I'll take the heat, like I said, so that someone else won't have to. Uh, and, 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 and like you said, this isn't, this isn't, this, this isn't the last, um, you know, uh, 
frontier, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we and, and many more will, will continue to face, um, uh, I guess, uh, the the hill, I guess, uh, uh, of, what am I trying to say? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that w- we have much more work to be done. Right, the, right. The There's right always going to be, always, yeah. There was going to be a hill to, to have to surmount and rise above. Right. Um, and so, as, as for what this is, you know, I, I deserve, you know, my day in court. Uh, I, I, I claim my presumption of innocence uh, until that day comes. Um, and, and this uh, extrajudicial judgment by, uh, and, and political hijab by one of my colleagues um, just, just, it's ridiculous. You get to, you, I, I, I can't even you have to walk words through to it. it you right. know? Yeah. And so I intend to get through this and I intend to share my experiences with my community and most importantly, our youth, um, because I, I owe them that, um, mm-hmm. that's something that I've, I've dedicated myself to, um, for years and it's not going to change now. Uh, I will continue to share my experiences with my neighbors, um, and I and I fully commit to doing that when I'm able to. Very and good. I would I, I appreciate the grace of the media, the public, and hopefully my colleagues. Um, uh, you know, while I get through this very personal situation, um, and no doubt uh, I will. Yeah. Uh, final question: The L.A. Times came up here and did a profile of you, which created quite a stink up here. Normally, we're proud when. An outsider comes in and kind of gives us, puts a spotlight on it. And then you have people going, well, there he is, you know, uh, shedding uh, bad light on our beloved city of of Wasco. What did you think of that piece? I think that he, like all the press and media, uh, including yourself, Richard, you know, have have an agenda and have a story Mm -hmm. that they want to tell. Um, and, and I can tell the facts until I'm blue in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever is taken away is not in my control. Uh, someone stated, why aren't they down here paying attention to uh, the water infrastructure mm-hmm. issue? You know, we had a water emergency last year where we had to uh, almost issue a boil notice. And, and that was something that was, that was very controversial and, and worrisome for our residents, understandably so. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the rising crime as well. Why weren't they here talking about that or covering that? Some of the voices said, um, you know, and I, and, I, and I agreed with her. I was like, you know, dang it, I don't, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but just like them and just like you, why don't they put more effort into the good that we're doing in the city of Wasco? That's my takeaway from the story, okay. you know? I mean, the, we, we, we rolled out a, 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 a surveillance um, reimbursement program so that we can get more people enrolled in the sheriff's um, surveillance registry mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. That is uh, another action we did in hand-in-hand hand with our public safety partners in Kern County. Um, but registration is still at 35. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I'm, I'm working to retool it so that we can create incentive for those who already have surveillance cameras to get enrolled as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and I'm encouraged by the work that we're doing there, as well as our new city manager, who's been an excellent new light and lens on all of our issues at the city of Wasco. Um, but uh, that's know, why, the stuff you want. That's to talk what I about. want people to talk about. Right. That's what I want the LA okay. Times to cover. You know, and right. that's my point. You know, yeah. and, and and I just I, it frustrates me that people want to get up in arms about this, mm-hmm. a personal issue that has nothing to do with the city. I wasn't on city time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even in the city of Wasco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so I, I, you know, so 
You are representative. You have rep, uh, legal representation by H.A. Asala in, in this, and, and I'm assuming that uh, we'll find out if this is a point oh eight is right on the edge. It is often negotiated down to a wet and reckless, which is not uh, something uh, less than a DUI. Is that anything you, you can expect to comment on? You know, I'm really not uh, at liberty to speak on this very okay. open and active case. And uh, I, like I said, I, I look forward to sharing my experience and, and lessons learned with everybody, including you, Richard. Okay. Uh, as soon good. as that's all very resolved, good. which I'm looking forward to pretty soon. Good, good. I hope you come back. Alex Garcia, terrific having you on. The mayor uh, of Wasco talking about his story and some of the developments we've had. Mayor Alex Garcia, Episode 7 of Bakersfield Observed, the podcast. Thank you, sir. You got it. And that one's for you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Bakersfield Observe, the podcast with Richard Bean. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Centric Healthcare and King Door Company.